Boris Pasternak said, Literature is the art of discovering something extraordinary about ordinary people and saying with ordinary words something extraordinary. A. And welcome to the English Lover Podcast. This podcast is structured to give you an insight on who I am, but also to tell you what it means to be an English major student, what my course is about, a summary of the assessment that I am doing, the relevance of literature in life, and literature used as a tool to represent life experiences. Additionally, this podcast comes with summaries of six short stories and one novel, along with biographies of their authors and an analysis on their elements. Hi, my name is Ronika Tom, and I am a teacher in training at the Cyril Potter College of Education. I am a temporarily qualified mistress at the Linden Foundation Secondary School, and I am passionate about what I do. My goal is to become an effective and efficient teacher when I can be a great role model to our students. I love teaching, and as I am in training, I am working on becoming the best teacher that I possibly can with the help of my lecturers and colleagues, but more importantly, with the help of God. Have you ever wondered who is an English major student? Well, an English major student is someone who studies language and literature. It means to develop skills in reading, writing, and critical thinking. It also means to explore different forms of expression through poetry, fiction, drama, and film. Now, until the summary of this course. The course introduction to prose is designed for English major students. It exposes us to elements of prose fiction through examining six selected short stories and one novel. This course is designed to help students develop literacy skills in interpreting and analyzing short stories and novels. This assessment was given in the form of a podcast. It was orchestrated to give English majors an opportunity to demonstrate what they have learned in this course, to show off our interpretation and analytical skills. We are tasked with giving summaries of our selected short stories and the novel, giving brief biographies of the authors and analyzing elements of the short stories. Overall, a well-designed assessment. Well, what relevance does literature has to our lives? Literature is important in life because it helps us understand the world we live in. Helps us connect with others and develop skills that we can use in our own lives. Literature opens the doors for us to develop empathy and compassion for others as it makes us see life from their perspective. This can also help us understand our expressions and help us validate our emotions. Additionally, literature helps us to develop creativity, imagination, and great critical thinking ability. Onto literature used as a tool to represent life experiences. My opinion on literature being used as a tool to represent life experiences is that it is undoubtedly remarkable. Just the way literature captures someone's emotion and experiences is remarkable indeed. The way it is never the same and varies depending on the individual, the time and the place in which the story takes place. Literature helps us see the world or part of the world through someone else's eyes. It also helps us view the situation from someone else's perspective.
It is true literature that we learn about others' life experiences and have opportunity to experience through that person's point of view or through that person's eyes. Before we go into our next segment, we will take a quick break, which for you will only be a couple seconds. And we're back. This next segment here will summarize six short stories in one novel. The short stories are Minty by Christine Craig, What Happened by Austin Clark, The Day the World Almost Came to an End by Pearl Creighton, Septimus by John Wickham, Emma by Carolyn Cole, and The Boy Who Loved Ice Cream by Olive Senior. Next, we will look at the novel Animal Farm by George Orwell. Minty by Christine Craig The short story Minty by Christine Craig is about Florence, a retired teacher who takes in an 18-year-old girl, Esme. Florence takes Esme into her house and gives her a room to stay in after she is abandoned by the home. This was done out of pity and charity, but Florence tries to help Esme adjust to the outside world. Both Florence and Esme have suffered losses in their lives and they find a connection through their shared memories and emotions. The story ends with a highlight of how connected Florence and Esme are. After Florence listens to Esme's story about the death of her parents, she reflects on the death of her own parents and Annie. It has shown that Florence and Esme are reliant on each other as both don't have people in their lives physically. Although, altogether, Florence provides stability for Esme and wishes the best for Esme. What Happened by Austin Clark The short story What Happened by Austin Clark is narrated in the third person and illustrates the themes of racism, love, friendship, education, idealism, realism, and anger. The story starts off with the protagonist, Henry, and his friend walking into Henry's apartment and having a conversation. During this conversation, quite a few things were, were revealed. Henry's experiences with racism and his feeling of inferiority. Henry is black. He is a black man who is married to a white woman and thus he found it hard to get an apartment. An apartment. Most of the landlords saw him as inferior, so they refused to rent him. The injustice enraged Henry so much that he painted a swastika on the door of one landlady's house. Yes, he painted a swastika on the door of one landlady's house. Crazy, huh? His wife, Agatha, is a very idealistic person while Henry is realistic. Due to the injustice he received, Henry is filled with anger towards white people. Henry is unable to see black people as beautiful, which causes him to struggle with his self-image. He strongly dislikes being identified as black or African. Though the story reveals that Henry has cheated on Agatha and it's her, the end of the story highlights the fact that in reality he really loves her. The Day the World Almost Came to an End The short story The Day the World Almost Came to an End by Pearl Creighton tells the story of a 12-year-old girl who fears the world is coming to an end after hearing a rumor from her cousin. 
This short story starts off with a woman looking back to when she was 12 years old, living in Louisiana on a plantation. It explores the themes of innocence, fear, religion, family, and appreciation of life. The narrator tells the story of a rebellious little girl who likes to sing. Her cousin Reiner came to her and told her that the world was coming to an end on Saturday. Now, this was a Friday afternoon when her cousin Reiner came in and told her this. This drives a fear into the little girl who made it clear that she was a sinner. However, the narrator then goes in to tell us that she was a church-going sinner and then gave an insight on our pastor preach. She described him as a hellfire preaching pastor. She then had the urge to go talk to her father about it, but fear caused her not to. The narrator then goes slightly into frightening dreams she had after misunderstanding the book of Revelations that even after clarification from her father still crept in to haunt her. This little girl then went to find her father in hopes of receiving some peace of mind but instead became more scared about when the ending of the world will take place. The story then went into telling us how the little girl stayed up all night with expectancy for calamity as her thoughts got the best of her and haunted her with even more intense fear of hell and what her experiences down there would be like. After hearing some strange noise that she took as a sign that the world was coming to an end, the little girl got up and started to run as she chanted and chanted, waking up her mother as she ran out of the house and into the streets, proceeding to wake up the neighbors who came with their coal oil lamps in their arms in their hands. Her sprint was eventually stopped by her father who was coming home from church with some other deacons. He caught her and struggled to keep her still. After calming her, her father calmed her down a bit. He explained to her that noise she heard was just an old airplane. When she realized that the world was not coming to an end, she felt a surge of joy and relief. She hugs her father and thanks him for saving her. She also feels a new appreciation for life and its wonders. Septimus Septimus by John Wickham is a short story that tells the story of a young boy who grows up in a poor family. This story is told from the point of view of Septimus' sister, who recalls how Septimus wanted to have a whole apple for himself but had to share it with his family. The story illustrates the themes of poverty, happiness, innocence, and kindness. The story starts out with Septimus' mother crying over a letter from him who has moved to Canada. He writes that he can finally have a old apple for Christmas, which makes his mother sad. Yes, that makes his mother sad. His sister, the narrator, then states how Septimus loved apple as a child but could not afford to have one for himself. He once ran away with an apple that his mother bought for the family, but was scolded and had to share it. However, he was later given an apple by Aunt Bless, a kind neighbor who loved him. Instead of eating it alone, he cut it up into nine pieces, nine, and offered it to his other, to his siblings and his mother. 
A sister extended thanks to him for his great generosity. Ends with Septimus' sister, the narrator, saying that she misses Septimus, but she is happy that he is happy. She says that he deserves to have a whole apple for himself because he has always been kind and good. Emma. Emma by Carolyn Cole is a short story that tells the story of a young girl named Dory who has great admiration for her mother Emma and wants to be like her is portrayed as a beautiful and kind woman who tries to balance her roles as a mother, wife, and friend. Her life is however cut short when she is hit by a car driven by her husband's mistress. Dory's father then starts a relationship with Mistress Robinson, a single mother who lives next door and has always been interested in him. Dory and Mistress Robertson's daughter, Maria, are sent to boarding school where they lose their innocence and happiness. Boy Love Ice Cream Boy Love Ice Cream by Olive Sr. is a short story that tells the story of a young boy named Benji who lives in a poor family. Due to Benji's mother's infidelity, his father is jealous and suspicious of his mother. It is so bad that he does not believe that Benji is his biological child. Overall, the story is about Benji and his obsession for ice cream, which he has never tasted due to coming from a poor family. Father's obsession with his wife, who he thinks has still been cheating on him, leads to his belief that Benji is an illegitimate child. Is seen when Benji gets his ice cream and then his father sees his wife talking to another man. His father is enraged and filled with jealousy that he pulls Benji along with him, causing Benji to drop his ice cream. After Benji drops his ice cream and cries, his father realizes that he has made a mistake. The story ends with Benji's disappointment and loss of innocence. The novel Animal Farm Animal Farm is a novel by George Orwell that tells a story of a rebellion of farm animals against their human farmer. It tells the story of how the animals of Manor Farm overthrow their human owner, Mr. Jones, and establish a self-governing society based on the principles of animalism. However, the pigs who are the leaders of the revolution should soon be betrayed to other animals and became worse than human masters, which caused the other animals to suffer from hunger, hardship, and violence. This novel can be categorized into four parts, the rebellion, the windmill, the purchase, and the betrayal. The rebellion is where Mr. Jones is driven out by the animals and the name of the farm is changed to Animal Farm. The windmill is a project proposed by Snowball, one of the pigs, to generate electricity and improve the living conditions of the animals. However, Snowball's rival opposes the plan and uses his trained dogs to chase Snowball away from the farm. And the purchase are a series of executions orchestrated by Napoleon in order to eliminate an opposition among the animals. Betrayal occurred when Napoleon broke the most sacred rule of animalism 
no contact or trade with humans. The novel ends with a scene where the pigs and the humans are drinking together in the farmhouse, while the other animals look on from outside and cannot tell them apart. We've reached a point in the podcast where we take a quick break before moving on to the next segment. And we're back. For this segment, we will start with the biography of the author for the novel, then we will do the same for four of the short stories. George Orwell. This is the author for the novel Animal Farm. George Orwell, a famous British writer who lived from 1903 to 1950, is best known for his novels Animal Farm and 1984. George Orwell also wrote many essays, memoirs, and journalistic pieces that reflect his views on social justice, democracy, and language. Orwell was born as Eric Arthur Blair in Mottotary, India. He moved to England with his mother and sister when he was one year old. He attended Eton College but did not go to university. However, in 1922, George joined the Indian Imperial Police in Burma, but later resigned in 1927 and decided to become a writer. After being inspired by River Orwell in Suffolk, he adopted the pen name George Orwell. He lived in Paris and London where he experienced poverty and hardship. Over time, he grew an interest for socialism, so he joined the Independent Labour Party in 1938. He to Spain to fight for the Republican side in the Spanish Civil War, which was from the year 1936 to 1939, where he was wounded by a bullet in the throat. In 1939, George Orwell married Eileen, and they adopted a son, Richard, in 1944. However, his wife died in 1945 and George later remarried Sonia Brownell in 1949, which was not long before he died. On January 21st, 1950, Orwell died of tuberculosis and was buried at All Saints Church in Sutton Courtney, Oxfordshire. His grave bears the simple inscription, Here lies Eric Arthur Blair. Born June 25, 1903, died January 21, 1950. An amazing man who got to see almost 47 years of life. This world almost came to an end. One of the four short stories we'll be looking at for the biography of the authors. The author of this short story is Pearl Creighton. Paul Creighton was a writer and poet who was born in Louisiana in 1933 and died in 1979. She wrote short stories and poems that reflected her life experiences as a black woman in America. She also worked as a teacher, journalist, and broadcaster. She was the only child of sharecroppers who moved to Alexandria, Louisiana, during World War II. Creighton married after five children, divorced, and then raised her children as a single parent. She moved to California and earned a Bachelor of Arts degree in Mass Communication from University of Pacific at Stockton. 
topic of fresh short stories in various anthologies and magazines. She also published poetry anthologies such as Family Reunion and Crimson Edge. On to the next short story on the agenda, What Happened? This was written by Austin Clark. Austin Clark was a writer who was born in Barbados in 1934 and died in 2016. Clark worked as a journalist, broadcaster, teacher, and civil servant. He wrote novels, short stories, memoirs, and poetry that explored the themes of race, identity, culture, and politics. Boy Love Ice Cream Written by Olive Senior Olive Senior is a Jamaican poet, novelist, short story and non-fiction writer who was born on December 23, 1941. She is the current poet laureate of Jamaica, a position she assumed in 2021. Olive is a respected editor, researcher and teacher and has edited journals such as Social and Economic Studies and Jamaica Journal. She is also a mentor for emerging writers and conducts workshops and readings around the world. Emma. Emma was written by Carolyn Cole. Carolyn Cole is a renowned American photojournalist who was born on April 24, 1961. She began her career as a staff photojournalist for the El Paso Aero Post in 1986. In 1992, she joined the Sacramento Bee as a staff photojournalist and then moved to the Los Angeles Times in 1994. She is based in Los Angeles, California, where she continues to work for the Los Angeles Times and pursue her passion for photojournalism. I will give you an analysis of one of the elements in the short story, The Day the World Almost Came to an End almost came to an end. Let us look at the element of characters in the short story by Pearl Creighton. The short story focuses on four characters. The main character, who is the little girl, the little 12-year-old girl who the story is talking about. Rena, the main character's cousin, and the main character's mother and father. The main character is a sinner who loves new things that are forbidden by a religion. She does not believe that the world will come to an end, but is eventually convinced later on that it is by her cousin, Rena. She is imaginative, naive, bold, independent, and values her freedom to sin. Rena, the main character's cousin, who tells her that the world was going to come to an end, is also a sinner who likes to gossip, lie, and scare people. She is mischievous ignorant and influential. The main character's father, okay, let's go to the main character's mother first. The main character's mother is a very religious and naive woman who believes that, who believes everything that the preacher says. She is also very strict and scolds her daughter for sinning and not going to church. She does not have a close connection with her daughter and does not comfort her when she is scared of the end of the world. And we have the main character's father, who is a practical, understanding, and loving man who has a good relationship with his daughter. He is also a deacon in the church, but he does not impose his religion on his daughter. 
He is honest and tells her that he does not know when the world will end, but he also makes her more scared by saying that it could happen at any time. This brings us to the end of this podcast. What a long run. Grateful to have had you all listening. Until next time, Shalom.